Hello, and welcome to the CLRS podcast, where we are covered by grace, living abundantly, redeemed by Christ, and because of this, we are completely sold out. The purpose of this podcast is to walk this journey called life together while lifting, inspiring, encouraging, and supporting one another with excitement and truth through this gift of community. Tune in every second and fourth Saturday for exciting, inspiring, real truth. Welcome to another episode of the CLRS podcast. We are so excited to be here for another week. We just thank God that he has given us the opportunity to even want to share something about his word and that he has allowed us to come together so many times to encourage someone with our story. So today's topic will be living redeemed and I'm very excited about this because I know that if God didn't redeem me, I would be lost, I would be forsaken, I would be out of my mind probably. So I am excited to share. I'm excited to hear what the ladies have to say. Remember, this is unscripted. This is our truth. And this is our perspective from our relationships with Christ that we want to share to encourage somebody else to build their relationship with him and say that you too can live a free, redeemed, full, abundant life covered by God. So we hope you enjoy this podcast session of CLRS podcast. Any lady can open up with this topic on living redeemed. So I would like to start out with um, what does it mean? What does redeemed mean? And so when I was learning and early in my journey, I had a spiritual mentor who would say to me, you are redeemed and you don't have to live condemned because you are redeemed. And I kept saying to her, what does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. It's like you're speaking Greek to me. (laughs) I don't even know that word. (laughs) And so for anyone else who can relate, I took it upon myself to look up an article on what does it mean? What does it mean to be redeemed? And I found a really good one that kind of broke it down and equated redemption to coupons. So if you think about um, Groupons or if you think about those uh, green stamp books, those are back in the day, y'all probably don't, (laughs) may not know what those were. But the SNH green stamps were stamps that you would collect for purchasing something and you put them in a book. And then once you got a certain number of stamps, you could redeem the book for different things like toasters or TVs or, you know, things like that. So um, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed, but with the precious blood of Jesus. So instead of talking about coupons that we are exchanging for something else, we're actually talking about Jesus's blood and our lives. So 
a redeemer means that um, it, to redeem means to get possession of something in exchange for a payment. So that's what it means to be to redeem something. You get something in exchange for something. And so that's kind of the 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 generic <laughs> breakdown layperson's uh, explanation of what it means to be redeemed. So just like we take our coupons and we take them to the store and we get something good or a discount on what it is that we're purchasing, there is an exchange made. And so, but when it comes to us and our lives, it's the blood of Jesus that redeems us from all of our past sins and transgressions. How much more awesome is that? That Jesus's blood washes our slate clean. White as snow, making our sins as far as the east is from the west. Once you grasp hold of that, that the blood of Jesus did that for us that is reason for joy that is reason for hope that can put a whole new spin on your life because you don't have to keep looking back at the the, the things you did in the past that were wrong the sins that you committed the wrongs that you did because jesus's blood covers it all he don't care he just wants a relationship with you no matter how bad you used to be he still wants a relationship with you. And that's, I think, um, one of the easiest ways that I can help try to explain what it means to live redeemed, is living in the knowledge that I'm forgiven. Anything I did in the past has been wiped clean, like a eraser on a, on a chalkboard. It's just been erased. And he wants a relationship with me. He loves me in spite of the things that I did in my past. And I don't have to keep on beating myself up about the things of the past because those things are no more because of the blood of Jesus. I think that was very well said. And um, to add to that, like not only knowing that being redeemed means that my slate is, is wiped clean, but it's also that I'm free from the bondage of it. You know, when I first got, got into the place where people were saying, or I was being told, you have a calling and an anointing in your life. I was like, but I had a kid outside of marriage and I this and I that, and you know, it's like, but, Romans, I think Romans 8 and 1 or 12 and 1, one of Romans, it says, now there's no condemnation. And we take that and we use it, but we don't realize that until you accept that I am truly redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, I, I don't have that condemnation. I'm free to walk in the newness of Christ, of who he created me to be. And it took me years. I'm still still, still, still working through that, that you are not that same person before the exchange. I like 
the breakdown, before the exchange, when you accepted Christ and the price that he paid, which was his life to shed his blood, to pay the price. So that's what redemption means, that somebody paid something for you to get this. The exchange was his life. And so when he exchanged his life for my life, he said that old person that was not covered by my blood, it's gone. It's gone. Now you can walk in the new person, but that takes a mind transformation. And that is an everyday process of understanding that I am redeemed from all the things that I've done, even yesterday, even five minutes ago, and I am free to walk in the liberty that Christ gives me joy, abundance, peace, all of that comes through the blood of Jesus. And when the enemy tries to rise up and tell you that you are not, I don't want to use the word worthy, but you don't qualify because X, Y, Z, we can say, no, that's already been paid for. I qualify. I'm able to make it. I'm able to do this because Christ paid the price for that cost. So that's my two cents. Yeah. That's good. And I like how you said um, that <clears throat> we're forgiven of our past, even if it was yesterday or five minutes ago. And I think that, well, for in my, my situation, I can only speak for myself in my own testimony, that when I learned that I was redeemed, I still continued to make mistakes, but it didn't take me as long to realize that they were mistakes. <laughs> it's like I, I, I was convicted sooner, so I was able to repent quicker <laughs> and turn around and do better. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that was liberating for me that I didn't have to, since I did learn that I was redeemed, I didn't have to try to be perfect. I just had to try to do the right thing because nobody's perfect people are going to be people are sin we're born in sin so nobody can be perfect and so when we recognize that we make a mistake or whatever and we quickly respond and repent and ask for forgiveness when we do that it's like the lord hears us he knows us and nothing we do is a surprise to him and so when we ask for forgiveness, he gladly and lovingly gives it to us. He forgives us and helps us stay turned around when we repent and turn around. Prophetess Samantha, what, what's your thoughts here on, on this topic? Uh, I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I am so grateful in this season in my life, knowing that he has done some great things for me you know, I I remember when, like you guys were saying, I'm going to piggyback off of some of the things that you all stated. Um, when you do something wrong and you're in this place, again, we're not perfect. We're going to go in those places every now and then. You know, we can step out the front door and think we're holier than thou. But as soon as we step out the door, uh, if somebody does something or says something to you that's out of order, sometimes you check yourself. But God will also check you in the midst of even when we want to do things or say things that is not of God, he'll check us immediately. He'll begin to 
help us understand that you're my daughter, you're my son. And we have to realize that we set examples for others to follow. So if we're in a grocery store acting out because the cashier didn't give us the right change back and we're wanting to say, hey, do you know you didn't give me my right, it's okay. Someone behind you, a child or, or a grandmother or a, a, a son can be behind you in line and you can act ugly and you've not set an example. I can go to the church and begin to preach or sing and they'll remember me and they'll say, that's that lady in the grocery store that was acting up and she's supposed to be a one month of God. So we should always think about being redeemed and, and knowing that we live for Christ wholeheartedly, that we have to be careful about what we say, things we do, uh, our representation of who we are stands bigger than who we think we are. We are God's daughters, all of us, and God's sons. So us as a representation of God, we have to make sure that we're always on the right track. We're saying the right things. We're doing the right things. Yes, we all make mistakes, but we have to make sure that we're setting great examples. And as well, being transparent, think about, I thought about this when you guys were speaking, that sometimes us as Christians, we feel as if God owes us something. He doesn't owe us anything. So we feel as if because we're doing right today, oh, God owes us a gift. He should give us something because, oh, God, we did great today. We didn't curse anybody out. If somebody came in front of us, we didn't blow the horn and, and, and put our fingers out the window and say, you, you came out in front of me. We didn't curse our husbands, our spouses out. We didn't yell at our children. We didn't sleep with somebody's husband or somebody's boyfriend, whatever. So we feel like God owes us. He doesn't owe us anything. So realizing that Christians, when we do what we're doing and it's right doing, that we should want to live right. We should not think that because we're doing this today that God owes us today because I stated something in the past where I spoke in regards to if we had to pay God every time he did something for us we would be without because we would run out the first day we begin to ask him for something because we wouldn't have enough money in the world to pay him so understand that being redeemed, knowing who we are, we don't make justifications when we mess up because we're going to mess up. We're going to do wrong. We're going to say something that may not be pleasing in God's eyesight. But know that when, you, when those things come across, we have to check ourselves immediately. God should not have to check us. We should check ourselves and say, hey, I'm sorry. You know, when I said that to you last night, I do apologize. That was my fault. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. Redeem, redemption, knowing who we are and whose we are. Yeah, that's good. That, that's one of the, as I matured, and I am maturing, as I mature, that was one of the, 
areas God helped me with too, with redemption. It doesn't give you the haughtiness because, you know, he deals with the humble. It actually gives you a compassion and an ability to love others better because he began to say, oh, your righteousness is like filthy rags. So don't come acting all holier than thou because you think you save and I cover you from everything. No, the redemption is, and when you understand what Christ had to do to pay the price, you become so thankful that he was willing to come to earth because, you know, we walk in the same Holy Spirit and we have the option ourselves to make choices if we we're going to die and surrender to another level to the will of God. And when we realize the level that Jesus had to yield to die and pay the price for us, when God, our father is asking us to yield at a higher level, then you become so much more um, humble and thankful that Christ said, nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done for LaVon that I'm not ever going to see in person. I only could look down at her. You know, she's never going to see me. I have to trust that she's even going to believe that I did this for her, but I'm going to do it anyway. And it makes you think about other people who just haven't had the moment to sit and consider the price and the cost that being redeemed, how expensive it was, you know? So you're able to love somebody and, and wanna invite them in to get to a deeper level of recognizing you don't have to live without being redeemed, no you're not going to be perfect. No, you don't have, um, you have expectations to live up to, but because Christ already paid the price, there's room to grow. There's room to develop. He gives you a room to fall in love with him and a room to understand what redemption really means. I don't want to get too deep, but Apostle Claudia, I'll, I'll hush so you can um, chime in. My God. Psalms 107 tells us, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. I'm coming from the NIV version. It says, those he redeemed from the hand of the foul, the hands of the enemy, Scripture said, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. And I'm just so thankful, just as all the other ladies was just saying, that you're just thankful that he has redeemed us from the enemy. The battles that we're facing on today, they're already won. We do not have to go in day in and day out thinking that we're on a losing team. The Bible just told us in Psalms 107, let the redeem of the Lord tell that story because we have been redeemed from the hand of the enemy. The enemy is up under our feet. We are more than victorious. And I'm going to stand on the scripture on today. I'm going to continue to press in and continue to tell my story, how I have been redeemed, how he had forgiven me. And I heard you, Prophet LeVon said, hey, you're saying I'm called and I'm chosen and I'm gifted and I'm anointed, but I made a baby out of wedlock. And I, and I remember in the old Bible days when, when the old folks used to tell us, they used to say, 
you're on your way to hell. Everything that you're doing, you was on your way to hell. You wore lipstick, red lipstick, you was on your way to hell. You wore pants, you was on your way of the, going to hell. If you have children out of wedlock, God can't do nothing with you. If you smoke, if you drink, if you're prostituted, if you lied, if you stole, if you done this, God can't do nothing for you or through you. Psalms 107 said, let the redeemer of the Lord tell their story. So from this day forward, if you have confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, tell your story. Yes. In King James Version, it said, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. Yes. And if I could just add a joke there, every time somebody say something to you that God can, say, yes, he can. So come on here, somebody say, yes, he can. So we all live in testimonies that they said we wasn't going to make it. They said that we wasn't going to be where we're at today. But I believe I heard three young ladies say, so. Yes, 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 we did. And that's the part that really takes me into a whole nother round, that same scripture right there. Not that he just redeemed me from my sins, but he redeemed me from the hands of the enemy. Because if the enemy had his way, we would still be under the, the, the things, the word curses that people spoke on us that you're not going to be enough, you're not going to make it. We would still be there if God didn't say so. If he didn't say, no, you are redeemed. When life threw a wrench at us and we feel like we couldn't make it, we can't get up out of this. How am I going to recover from this? Christ is the one who said, I, I have redeemed you from that. You can get up again and all things are possible through Christ who strengthens you. I mean, that's the redemption that, that makes you not want to quit. How can I forgive this, this, this pain? I don't want to forgive. I, I, I am there, you know, um, but Christ says that he gives you the word. You don't want to let that have a root in you. You want to take that bitter root up and you want to forgive so that I can forgive you. And so when you forgive, then you feel the liberation of forgiveness. But that comes through the redemption of Christ that he was able to forgive you. I'm able to forgive them. I'm able to let it go. Uh, I am redeemed from the lie that they, they put out on me. I, don't, I know it's out there, but I don't have to live up to that lie. I can live to the truth that I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am a lens and I am not a borrower. And it does not matter what the enemy says because he's the loudest voice. Sometimes nobody has to say anything. He could be the loudest voice, but it does not matter what he says that I can say I am redeemed even from you. You accuser of the brethren. I am redeemed from your lies. And I'm standing in the truth of God that I'm going to make it out. Not only am I going to make it out, I'm going to make it out better than before this even happened to me. And I get excited about that because I know the situations that hit me that I thought I wasn't going to be able to come out of. And I'm out. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm too excited there, but I'm out. And I'm coming out every level. I will keep fighting till I die saying I'm out and I'm free and I'm able and watch me enemy see smoke and fire and brimstone on your head because I'm free from that amen amen 
That is so good. Um, as y'all were talking, uh, it made me think uh, a, a lot about how good God is. And it's because of this goodness and because of the freedom that we have just by knowing who we belong to because of this redemption, we are children of the most high God. He is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And if you are the daughter of a king, that makes you a princess, right? Princesses are royalty. When you recognize that you are royalty, you walk different, you talk different, you carry yourself with yes. this confidence because you know who your daddy is. Your daddy is the king of kings and he's got a whole lot of kids, but you know you his favorite. If you walk around with that knowledge and that belief, then you know that you don't have to give in to the enemy when he tries to tell you something opposite of what your dad has told you. Your dad said you are priceless. He paid a price for your life, his own blood, his own life. That's how valuable you are. He gave his own life for you because he loves you and he cares. When I was finally able to wrap my head around that, child, there was just no turning back. I'm like, I'm gonna walk out here in this world like I belong, like God has a purpose and a plan for me and that I have meaning on this earth and everyone whose path I get to cross, they're gonna know. They're gonna know how much God loves them because I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell him. And then if I miss an opportunity, I pray <laughs> like, Lord, oh, dang, I forgot to tell him, Lord. And so, I, and so we have these conversations. I'm like, Lord, remind me, bring it to my, my attention. Help me see with these eyes of discernment and hear with these ears of wisdom so that I don't miss opportunities to tell people how loved they are because you have redeemed them from the hands of the enemy. Prophetess Samantha, you want to say anything? We're getting ready to wrap it up. It's been so good. But I do, while we're waiting on um, Prophetess Samantha, I do want you to expand, Renee, on how, what helped you to catch that concept and really believe it? Because we say it, we know it, but what made you say, I got it, and I'm going to share it? It's a quarter. I kept <clears throat> what helped me get it was when I kept praying and he kept answering. <laughs> and I was like, Lord, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. I don't see a way out. Only you can make a way out. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I trust you. I believe what your word says. And you're, you can't lie. 
And because you can't lie, I know I can trust you. I'm just going to wait on you to see how you work this out. And the more I waited and the more he answered and I saw him working out things in my life. And all I could do is look back and say, Lord, you did it. I don't know why I'm surprised because you can't lie. <laughs> I knew you was going to do it. Thank you, Jesus. And so y'all will hear me say a lot. Thank you, Jesus, because that is how my how my confidence grows by continuing to pray, continuing to watch him work, work things out, maneuver situations, maneuver people and and and. It's just so many fantastic ways that he has gotten me out of so many tough situations that that happening over and over and over and over again, even when it seemed like he wasn't listening. And I was like, Lord, I've been saying this prayer a long time. And so I'm going to quit saying the prayer because you already know my prayer. And now I'm just going to be in expectation and receive what you have for me. So I'm just claiming and receiving an answer to this and i'm thanking you in advance for what you are about to do because i don't know how you're gonna do it but i'm thanking you in advance for it and the more i did that the deeper this confidence grew and and that's not to say that i always have it the enemy still try to come in there and and you know shock me and try to you know beat me down and, and try to make me feel like I'm not worthy or that I'm not good enough or that I you know am not smart enough or I'm not pretty enough or whatever, whatever, whatever. And I just have to look the enemy in the eye and say, get behind me, Satan, because I am perfectly and wonderfully made because God says so. So, and, and, that's, and I just stay in the word and I just stay surrounding myself with friends who believe similarly who encourage who uplift who support who have positive words of affirmation to join with me in prayers for the things that i may struggle with or that i'm waiting on god for all of it works together to stay in the mind of god is for me he's not against me god is for me I think that's how I, I developed this um, knowing who, once I discovered who I was and I learned who I was in Christ, which I've told y'all before, I didn't even understand those words for the longest time, but now I know <laughs> what they mean. Now that I, I know what it means to belong to him and to be his and how much he loves me, it helps me to walk in that confidence. And I would like to encourage those that faith is wavering at this moment in their lives that there is hope and there is uh, meaning to your life. So always know that even when you do not hear it, know who you are and be encouraged. Just, just be strengthened on today and love on yourself. Even when someone else doesn't love on you, learn to love yourself first. That's the most important. So um, realize that you mean more to you than anyone else. Just know that God wants to love you right where you're at. He wants to embrace every part of you. He 
wants to accept you just as you are. Don't try to change anything. Just say, Father, here I am, just as I am. And I promise you, he's going to welcome you in. There's no better place than being part of the kingdom. No better place. And as Renee said, God is for you. And I was having a conversation with him um, that, you know, that faith the size of a mustard seed, he is so much for us because um, we hear it all the time. A mustard seed grows into this big tree, big, strong, vibrant tree. And I was telling the Lord last night, he puts us in a situation where our faith size mustard seed can grow. Once we say, Lord, we trust you and we give our life over to you, we yield to you and everything, then he gives, he allows these situations to happen. As Renee said, we, we pray about it. Then he waits to see that we trust him. And then before you know, you're like, your mouth is dropping at some of the answers that he does and some of the ways he redeems us. Yes. And you begin to say, I got to trust you. Mm. And nobody but God could have done that. And then you see your faith grow. That's the beauty of the relationship with God. I said it earlier. He gives us space to grow with him. Doesn't You don't have to come in speaking in tongues, laying hands. You don't even, you never have to do that. But the relationship that says, Lord, I trust you. I thank you. I know that you created me um, with greatness on my life. I know that you created me. Um, one of the scriptures, Jeremiah 29, I know you have a plan for me and your plans for me, it's, it's good. Yes. So all this chaos around me, all these things, you, I know you have redeemed me from that and I'm going to rest in your grace and your mercy and I'm going to allow your redemption to work for me and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And before you know it, your faith that was the size of a mustard seed it sprung into a tree. It's it then it begins to develop branches and leaves and and different components and you can share it produces fruit. I have the Holy Spirit saying it begins to produce fruit, and that fruit is where you could share with someone and say, "Come and taste and see how good the Lord is, how merciful He is, how gracious He is. He rescued and redeemed me." Not only for myself, but from the throttle and the plans of the enemy who would have killed, steal, and destroyed my entire life. But he said, no, full stop. She has committed to me. She has entered into a relationship with me. She has allowed me. She said yes to me being um, redeeming her because we have a choice. Yes. He, he offers it to us. I want to make that clear. We don't just get to walk in redemption. We have to accept the Lord Jesus as our savior. When we receive him and accept him as our personal, personal, we emphasize that personal savior, and we get into a relationship with him, he'll begin to tell the enemy where the full stop is on his plans. Because my plans for her is good and not of evil. So if you take all of the different um, components from today's podcast, God is for you. He has redeemed you. Love yourself because Christ loved you and he made you a 
What is it that you said, Renee? I am wonderfully, beautifully made. You know, I am uh, forgiven. Now there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. That should be enough right there to liberate you from feeling lost, feeling out of control, feeling like I'm not worthy of any good thing in life. And, and open up the doors we have, um, we open up the doors, open up your heart to him, sorry. We have an email, we have um, CLR podcast on Facebook, we, we are on Instagram. If you want to learn more about Christ, if you want to give your life to Christ, message us. If you just want one of us to pray with you, if somebody on this podcast said something that resonated with you, or you want to connect with any one of us to find out more about our testimony, because we're only on the hair for 30 minutes. And, and we can share with you on how to truly walk in salvation that leads to redemption, that leads to freedom, that leads to the abundant life and the blood covering of Christ. Reach out to us. And if you don't, the simple prayer, Lord, come into my life. We receive you as our Lord and Savior. Forgive me of all my sins. And I say yes to you. Yes to your will. Yes to your word. I receive everything that you have for me. And I am now born again. Uh, that's, it's just that simple. To become a child of God and enter into true kingdom living. So if nobody else has anything to say, we are going to say thank you for listening in to the CLRS podcast. Tonight's topic was Living Redeemed. We hope it blessed you and we look forward to when we can share again. Thank Thank you for joining this episode of CLRS podcast where we are covered by grace, living abundantly, redeemed by Christ, and sold out completely. We have enjoyed the session and look forward to seeing you again and having you on with us every second and fourth Saturday of the month, where we share exciting conversation, inspiring thoughts, real truth, completely unscripted, just for you. Until next time. Have an awesome day.